This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Do you remember playing dodgeball in school? Oh, I love dodgeball. Do you remember the sound the red ball made? When it hit somebody's face. I took a few shots to the nuts. You think uh, having given childbirth is hard? Take one to the nads, my friend. Okay. Uh, anywho. Um, <clears throat> this is the shortest conversation we've ever had. Yeah. Uh, an employee at an elementary school in Oklahoma got arrested for blasting a kid in the face with a dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> well, carrying on a li- long, li- long tradition of getting smashed in the face in the nads. He became a man that day. <laughs> now, we don't know whether this employee was a teacher the, or not. Flight or fight, dude. It teaches you a hard lesson. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't feel my face! Some, ah! Sometimes you're the ball, and sometimes you're the face, dude. <laughs> anyway, uh, Duder was sitting off to the side while a dodgeball game was going on, and a ball hit him. Yes. So he claims the kid did it on purpose and refused to say they were sorry. Oh, my God. Right. The kid claims it ricocheted off another it, student. It was just an accident. When you're in the field of battle, kill or be killed. <laughs> right. Cover your neck. <laughs> Either way, the guy responded by beating the kid three times. What? In the what? back, in the leg, and in the face. Wow. The one in the face knocked their glasses off their head. So he might have gone a little bit too far. The, let me tell you. Okay, so he was he was not on the playing field. Right. We're not clear if this was a teacher or not, but it was an employee of the school, and they were on the sidelines while a dodgeball game was going on. (laughs) So the guy admitted, yeah, I threw the ball to teach the kid a lesson. (laughs) And he said that the kid refused to apologize, so he paid back by also refusing to apologize. Dude, we better not go woke and and bring dodgeball into this. That's an American classic. Dude, if they get rid of dodgeball, I'll lose my mind. Is there a dodgeball league in this town? I know there's kickball and all that. I don't know. Call me if you're in a dodgeball league. I'd like to hear that. Yeah, like poolies or something. I don't know. That would be amazing. Yeah. I, I would, would watch that. I would like to go be a part of that. I'm thinking about buying a bunch of I can't hear you, I'm Nate, if we're going to talk. What now? I'm thinking about buying a bunch of dodgeballs now and launching them at people. Oh, yeah, dodgeball. dude. Just <laughs> randomly. You've got to stay on your toes, dude. you got to make sure you know your surroundings. Well, you just can't walk up in public and pummel somebody with a little Why dodgeball. Weren't those little ones that you could fit in your hand that you could palm the best? Oh, yeah, dude. Not those big ones that you kind of got body turn with them, right. but uh, those those ones, the, like a grapefruit size, those mm-hmm. are the ones you could do some damage with, man. Dude, dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point... I feel like one of those educational films. <laughs> what is the point of dodgeball? If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball, right? Destroying your opponent with <laughs> any means necessary. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't... Uh, don't bring racist... I, 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 keep it pure. Oh, yeah, dude. If you're anywhere in the field of play, sideline or not, there's a pretty good... It's like going to the ballpark and, and taking a ball to the noggin. It's assumed... Wow. Anybody could be hit at any time. Come on. I, I believe this employee just wanted the kid to apologize. Right. And the kid <sighs> wouldn't do it. And so the employee just beat him with a couple dodgeballs until the resolution presented itself. Here, give me PC2. It was, an, it, it was a, they bullied people in back in the day. It was how bullies got started. Dodgeball. Hey there, Timmy. Ah! Holy mackerel, mister. You scared the jeepers out of me. How would you like to take a break from that fine lead-based paint and learn about dodgeball? Boy, would I. Whoa, whoa. Hey, 
Hang on a second there, sport. Catch is a hula hand. That's right, Timmy. If you catch a ball that's thrown at you before it hits the ground, then the player who threw that ball is out, not you. Plus, another player from your team gets to come back into the game. It's a two-player sway. Gee, thanks, Patches. I can't wait to start my own team at school. Dude, Dodgeball is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, uh, I don't know. I know. I I just I know it's a separate thing, but I, uh, dodgeball teaches us some great lessons in life. It really does. It teaches you survival. It teaches you some kind of athletic survival. Tell me what I'm going to need. The, well, no, no, the no, 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 no. That, that's like you have to. You depend on yourself. It's you. You have to become your own. Okay. You have to become uh, athletic. I, I, whatever. There's some skills to be learned there. You've got to move. You've got to survive. You've got to be a part of a team. I mean. You gotta dodge these balls. You gotta dodge some balls. Let your kid I've get been his dodging knee. balls for better part of a decade now. <laughs> Not dodging balls since two thousand and three. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I just assume, <clears throat> just assume you're always gonna get hit, no matter where you are in there. Boy, well, I that's why it. I like Nate's idea of just randomly driving down the road and throwing yep. dodgeballs at Tell people. Tell someone and give them a smile. A wildfire, pay it forward. Dude. <laughs> tear off out of there all right uh well uh we have some audio here of a teachers versus students tournament all right here we go live from the school gym it's the teachers versus the grade schoolers they asked for it they got it davy versus goliath weak versus the strong and here they go that teacher is a ringer Ooh, that kid just got hit with a stinger that bruise is going to be a humdinger the science teacher is really showing the buoyancy of a rubber ball hitting the face and the pe teacher will not be disgraced he's in top physical form there's only one kid left on the court and you know what had to be the school bully and it looks like all the teachers are going to throw at the same time look out oh he got hit multiple times oh yeah i think he's actually out much to the delight of many of the kids he's tormented. Well, that's it. Teachers win. Back to class, everyone. Shake it off, kid. Come on, get up. <laughs> I guess I, I guess I can see a world where a felony charge someday gets thrown in on a dodgeball. Some kid takes one to the skull. Mom didn't give permission for the school to let his kid play. Uh, let her kid well, play dodgeball. Then, yeah. But uh, dudes facing charges for misdemeanor assault and battery because wow. you can't just. Fire off a bunch of dodgeballs at a random kid. Turns out. Bingo. I think one, he probably would have been all right. What about marshmallows? Can you just randomly pelt yeah. them marshmallows? Yeah. yeah. I think you can do that. No log Hello? Yeah, Johnny, I'll tell you a dodgeball story. All right. Mr. Are you there? Yeah. Anyway, you're talking <laughs> this dodgeball. <laughs> I was playing with a Fayette teacher. His name was Mr. Spilner. Uh-huh. And he got on the wall. Well, I hit him right between the eyes, split his glasses. They looked at the glass like Drew Carey. And uh, dodgeball's a game of living, love and war, boy. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, I don't know. I, I, so they're in trouble now? Yeah, yep, assault and battery. It's a dodgeball. I think... I, I don't think it's assault and battery at dodgeball. But he wasn't even playing. He came from the sidelines. Oh, I didn't. 
Yeah. Well, he wasn't yeah. playing. No. That, that may have been why, an adult. why I was bad at dodgeball, because I wore glasses all through school, and, and I took them off for dodgeball. I couldn't even – I, I didn't even know what I was throwing the ball at. there blind, dude. Yeah, he, yeah, he was my planters. I split them right in two. Oh, my goodness. Ah, nice. And then grief. he was my baseball coach. Oh, no. Then I got caught drinking. Then I got kicked off the team for one season. I had to go golfing. Jesus. So I took golf lessons with Sir Tanner. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a dodgeball story. I love it. I love it. Thank you. It was crazy. Have a good weekend. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Police in Philadelphia looking for thieves who broke into an unmarked truck that was parked in a Walmart parking lot early yesterday morning. It was carrying 7.5 million dimes. Oh. Isn't that weird? Uh, uh, That's a lot to... Haul out. It's a lot of just. I guess you don't need all of it. Just take some of it. The thieves were able to get away with around two million dimes. (laughs) Holy crap! How much is that? Two million. Two hundred thousand. It's normal in the trucking industry. Like they would pick up a load. There's rules about how much you can drive, etc. So they have to get their required sleep. We've had lamb, chicken, TVs, refrigerators, etc. Taken alcohol. Someone took a lamb from a trailer at the Walmart parking lot. What the hell? Uh, the dimes were headed from the Philadelphia Mint to Florida. Driver parked because he had to sleep. Uh, the theft happened while it was there unattended overnight. Would that be a diamond dash? Oh, it would be. <laughs> um, so the thieves stole their more than 10,000 pounds of dimes. Yeah, that seems like a bulky, that seems like work. Uh, it does seem like a lot of work. And being coordinated for that one. And you um, dro- and drop then, a like, bag on your foot and all you break your ankle. Yeah. I mean, look at, this is the news report. It shows the aftermath. It's got a bunch of dimes on the ground. <laughs> Those are all dimes? Yeah. Uh, that's really fun. That's a mountain of dimes. It looks like they had, like, giant trash cans that had to weigh so much. You think it's an inside job? I don't know. I mean, how else... I mean, randomly leaving a a tractor trailer load of dimes at a Walmart. That's well, it's that not sounds... random. I mean, he didn't have to stop to sleep. Oh, so okay. So uh, I thought the I thought the trailer was sitting there alone. Oh, okay. The trailer was sitting there. It says that it was unattended overnight. But so. it was hooked up to a rig. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, unattended. Well, how much does does unattended just mean the dude was sleeping in the cab? Yeah. Or was he in a hotel somewhere? That's the question. That's why it right. sounds like sounds a little. Shifty. <clears throat> That's Philadelphia. This is know. true. Yeah, the Philadelphia factor. Maybe the truck driver's in on it. Where was the truck driver? Okay, so a new poll asked Americans if they think they could replicate famous works of art. What do you take? What do you take that many dimes to a coin star? You're sitting out there bringing yeah. bag after bag in. That's not suspicious at all. Right. <laughs> you, you're, and then all of a sudden you're paying like for you know right a, a, a new, new TV with. <laughs> And dimes. Right. A new poll asked Americans if they think that they could rec- replicate famous works of art, like Michelangelo's 500-year-old David sculpture. Yeah. Which is, no, listen, no, you can't. Um, but 9% of us think that we could definitely replicate Michelangelo's 500-year-old David sculpture if only we had more time. All we need is free time and some tools and a thing of marble. Uh, that's called paint by numbers, isn't it? Can't you, get, you can go get a uh, a classic paint by numbers and do your own thing. I've seen it before. Well, sure, but David is a sculpture. 
No, you're right. I'm just talking about uh, the shortcut. Yeah, even if you got to paint by number, yours isn't going to look like Van Gogh. All right? I so, don't want it to look like Van Gogh. I want it to look like Johnny D. Well, this is saying replicate. So can you make the exact thing? Yeah, but why would you want to? Because this poll is asking you if you would. <laughs> Your poll sucks. Oh, my God. I'm confused. Yeah, I can tell. Anyway. But why would you want to? Because you, the poll asked you. So you want to do the sculpture exactly down to the minutia, exact uh, like he did it. Right. But you ain't even going to get close to that. So it's fine. 9% of us think we can and you can't. You just can't. <laughs> Y'all think making a sculpture out of that stuff is easy? You're out of your damn mind. Um. Anyway. What was it made of? I made marble. Is it all marble? Yeah, that would be tough. Chipping away at the wang, trying to get the... Yeah, Carrera marble. You're not... Yeah. You're delusional. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a reason why it's viewed as one of the greatest pieces of art of all time. Right. How long Um, did it take him to make that, did it say? I can't remember. It's been too long since our history class. His whole life? Uh... You start with something, make up three some, years. Do some pottery. Just keep your lower your expectations a little bit. See, so this poll, I I'm pretty sure this was all started and inspired by the teacher who got fired for showing the students Michelangelo's David. Oh, right. You heard about that, right? Uh, I don't know if I heard that part. Was a penis involved? Well, yeah, it's got a penis. So the penis, uh, okay, whatever. Well, did you hear about that? You the teacher that got fired? No, I guess not. Oh my God, you're so lucky. Uh, here I'll read you the article. Look at this wang; it's art. <laughs> ah! Hey, wait! I have one of those. That's not so bad. Uh, here we go. Um. Is everything video? I would just like to read something. Florida principal fired um, after uh, they were students were shown David. They ruled it as being inappropriate. <laughs> so we're talking sixth grade. It was the listen, sixth grade art history on the Renaissance. So you kind of have to have David in there. Mm-hmm. Um, two-story marble sculpture of David was so revered when it was completed in 1504. The initial plan to put it in the Florence Cathedral was scrapped so it could be placed in public square. It's a big deal. The larger-than-life statue of the young Bible character holds a small slingshot in his left hand, but is mostly armed with a confident gaze and has come to symbolize more than any other work of its time the aspirations and hopes of the dawning era of enlightenment. And it's got a marble wang. Um, three parents. Could not believe that the students were shown probably the most important art <laughs> art piece of the Renaissance what? during an art history yeah, Renaissance class. Anatomically correct. Why was that not offensive when I was a kid and we? Because people, I have no idea. I be, I have no idea. People have lost their damn minds. Is there this sort of like freaking um, uh, some sort of swing back to being ultra Quaker? One parent, I assume, caused... Three different parents. Three different parents. 
Um, and I'm like, get some balls and argue that it, get your kid out of the school then. How do you like a kid that looks at his own junk and goes, I'm bad? <laughs> I don't know. You talk about self-issues. Very strange stuff. It's super strange. So I'm assuming this poll was inspired by that. To so be ashamed of your own penis. Right. It's very weird. Well, and it's artwork. It's not like well, they, they, it's a statue uh, of of David how, jerking it. How, how exactly? How is one person pornographic? Right. It's not even two people together. It's a a, a person. He doesn't even have a boner. <laughs> ah, how do you get sexual context out of one a singular statue? That's your problem. Yeah, that's you need help. How have all of these, look at all these millions and billions of people that have gazed upon the statue of David and not one of them got a horn. They must shower in shorts so they don't have to look at their balls. They're never nudes, dude. <laughs> they're, they're never nudes. Probably. Is that a thing? So um, this poll also asked, um, uh, it says, above is an image of Michelangelo's statue of David, which depicts a nude male. Do you think it would be appropriate or inappropriate to show a full-length photo of Michelangelo's David statue in art class? Uh, um, so even once, so obviously elementary school people are like, it's inappropriate. We got to stop this. Crazy. It's weird. They're, they're so, uh, 55% in middle school. They say 38%. It would be inappropriate to show them. And still 20% of high school kids should not oh, see boy, the com- statue of com- David. Compared to the gun problem we have in schools, this seems like a back burner issue. Right. Nope. Yeah, that's a, that's that's what we're worried about. That's a really, really. I remember when we were My God. kids. We did you have National Geographic when you were a kid? Man, yeah. remember remember all those uh, big old taters we looked at out on the African plain? Oh yeah, the little uh, swingers. Yeah, remember that stuff? Yeah. Oof. Spent some quality time in my bedroom with those. Oh, I bet you they can't have National Geographic anymore. Oh, there's no way there's a National Geographic in a school. Uh, they probably stopped running those articles. Isn't that mind blowing to you? Uh, yeah, what was the other magazine we had? I had another one that had, uh, all natural stuff in it. Would have been like a discovery. I don't know what it would have been. It was, I don't know. It was this, I don't know why. We got them from our grandparents, but it was very normal. It was not sexualized at all. I mean, <laughs> what my brain does in my own bedroom, the 11-year-old bedroom, that's, right. that's a whole different thing. Right. No, it, it's it's just mind-blowing But you, you, you foster this dirtiness. Right. It's incredible. You're you're putting shame well, on everything. Tell them what it is. Just right. ex- educate. Teach them. That was the whole point. It's your goddamn job. Right. But they're not allowed to do their job because now showing them David is pornography. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a piece of crap, parent. I'm not impressed. Yeah. I'm not impressed at all. It's it's this this it's us. It's the old puritanical. It's we're weird, man. Yeah, we are stuck in the fifties. It is really strange. Didn't used to be that way because we were in the fifties. Yeah, I don't. There's hey Johnny, sort of blowback. Go out and practice shooting your AR-15, but stay away from Renaissance art. It'll make you a weirdo. <laughs> I'm done here. <laughs> Good night. Tip your tip your. I'm done. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and Dee.
J-J-O. All right. Uh, we just heard that 31% of people admit to trying to close an elevator on someone's face. And now we have more news on doorway etiquette. In a new poll, 29% of Americans admit to deliberately not holding a door open for someone else when they were closed by. So, like, trying to get in the door before that other person Wait. and not holding it open for him. Okay. So, like, think about, like, coming into work. And you're at the doorway, and I'm at, like, the end of the sidewalk. Yeah, I, you're fine. Keep moving. Keep the flow going. Um, Although here it's different because we have locked doors. Yeah. And so that, yeah, it's it's a courtesy call. Mm-hmm. You, you make the call. Right. Um, and this is, like, when they were close by. 62% of people claim they always hold the door open. That's weird. If they're always what, hold the door 20 open. feet away, 15 feet away? I will if it's a lady. Yeah. She's got huge taters. But if it's a dude, you just you just pull the door closed. No. No. no I, <laughs> I, I generally try to hold the door. Right. I, whatever. I, I It doesn't take much thought. No. Sometimes it's just happening. I'm like, why it, am I holding it, the door? It requires you standing there for an extra three seconds. Right. Okay. Uh, the people least likely to hold the door are men under 45 from the Northeast. There you go. The people most likely to hold the door are female boomers from the Midwest, and nobody's surprised. 48% of people think someone has deliberately not held the door for them. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm not going to stand there for 20 minutes and wait on you, but uh, three seconds. They purposely didn't hold the door for me. It couldn't be that they had something going on in their head and they're not concerned about everybody else. Yeah. They purposely did not hold it open I, for me. I told you a quick oh trip the God. other day, the laziest guy I've ever encountered. I was walking out. My hands were full. <laughs> I had a bag. I had two, two hands full of whatever food. And I was walking out and uh, it, it, it was the mm. outer door is a quick trip. So he, the other guy coming in has his door. I yeah. have my door, secondary door to go out. And I opened my door, and I was, you know, I hip-checked it because my hands were full. Yeah. And that guy, instead of pulling his own door, snuck in around me in my open space. I'm like, hi, how you doing? You know, it almost bumped into me. Right, right. And I'm like, man, that's some lazy door-opening etiquette right there. And you clearly, it was ger- like, Well, maybe he's a germaphobe. He didn't want to grab the handle. He didn't want to grab the handle. It could yeah, have been that. Totally. I'm like, wow. Um, and maybe he likes everything he does to be a little adventure, <laughs> a little risky. Just a little, <laughs> he was in my space just right. for a moment there. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Uh, 33% of people say it's never okay to choose to not hold the door for someone. Who are these psychos? Wow. Uh, 11% say it's always okay to let people open their own goddamn doors. <laughs> Just let it go. I'm more on the 11 percenter side. I wonder if uh, uh. people just want less interaction because people are generally crazier these days. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, why, why bother? Right. And there's also this part of, like, depending on your view of the world and others, and also I think this has to do a lot with age and, and gender and your yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. But there also might be a part of people that's like, why is this person holding the door open for me? Why are they, you know, especially if it's the long wait where, like, right. you have to kind of hurry. Right. Like, you have to do the fake I, jog to get uh, to the door. Right, right, right. right. But uh, I think most people are generally appreciative of a door being I think so too. held open. I don't see anybody reacting negatively to a held door. So I did see somebody post one time that they held a door for somebody and that person, instead of going through the open door, pulled their own door open. 
and was all like, I don't need your help. And I'm like, well, it sounds like that person was having a bad day. <laughs> sure. Why not? You know? Well, all you can do is try. You can't you, can, you can't make the horse drink the water. Right. This is totally one of those things where it's like you cannot, you have zero control think, over how I, someone's going to react. I, I think if somebody is right there a step behind you, I believe you are an ass if you don't hold the door. Right. I, I, I will go that far. Sure. You're the first one in. Hold the damn door. Who cares? I don't know. It, uh, it's just, it's not even a, it's just a react. It's just, you're there. Somebody's right on your heels. Hold the door. Sometimes. Just for a second. If I'm feeling like not interacting with people, I will try to make the perfect time to go through the doorway where I won't have to yeah. interact or be close to anybody. Because sometimes I don't want to deal with it. The door drama, too much for me some days. You, you kind of got to read the room. If they're, I don't know what the official space is when somebody's too far away to hold the door. I don't either. But I mean, either stand there and hold it or just keep moving. Don't make it, don't make it weird, I guess. I've had moments where I panicked and didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you coming or not? That's what you just lean back and go, what are you doing? What? You coming in? <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I don't know why no, the doorway I, I, interaction could be so embarrassing, just, but it can be. Most people are just nice. We try to be. I think everybody tries to. I, well, and sometimes it's just like second nature. I don't even, re- you know, I'm holding the door and I, it wasn't even a thought. It just happened, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't, I like these studies because it makes me realize that I'm not the only one having a mini panic attack about my doorway interactions. Right. It's just, it's so normal. I don't, I've never thought about it. Right. I just thought it's something we, we did. Now I do like a quick trip. They have the, so there'll be like the initial entryway Uh where like the carts and stuff are. I like the side doors. Oh. There's less activity at the side doors. Yeah, yeah. And I can have my own interaction with myself at the side door take my time do i want a shopping cart do i want a uh shopping basket option do, totally i don't feel rushed there's nobody behind me you know yeah that's good side door good option never thought about it like the comfort's I've a quick trip dude never put that many there's so many doors so little time i don't i don't know where to go I know, yeah. Sometimes I stand there and stare at the side door and the front door, and I, <laughs> I, I know. Uh, I'm uh, confused. <laughs> I don't well, know. I'm not superstitious. I'll take any door. And then sometimes, because there's an ATM right by the doorway, mm-hmm. so I don't want to take that door if somebody's by the ATM machine because I don't want them to feel like I'm invading their space while they're having a private interaction with the ATM. Mm-hmm. So many things to consider. And then sometimes you have to dodge the sample lady. If the sample lady is out there, too, you better make the a only, quick decision if you're going left or right to get away from her. The only thing, and I'll say this, and maybe I'll get, uh, people won't like it, but I, I could see women thinking it was sexist. Right. Or that a dude was holding the door just so he could check out your ass. Right, right, right. Which we are, but we don't, you know, it's fine. It's unsaid. It's, it's, it's code of the road. It's fine. So, so I, 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 I don't know. I, I hope well, people appreciate it, and, and if you don't, that's fine. What who, I hope who, is that who cares? At least a few of you out there have an awkward door interaction today because of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was normal. Oh. Turns out <laughs> they get to the doorway, I, they panic, they don't know what they're going to do. Turns <laughs> out I'm the problem. 
<laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's JJO News. Stay fresh, Cheese I like you, I like your idea. Side door mumbling, walking in, keeping, <laughs> yeah. keep, keep your head down, mumble yourself. If uh, somebody approaches you, drop, tie your shoe, pretend, right. ignore them. Yeah. But yeah, you know, you know, I would suggest you not try to start conversation while you're holding the door. That's a terrible time to start a conversation. Don't, <laughs> don't go there. Hey, how are you? Come here often? I mean, don't get strange about it, but just hold the door. Oh my God, now I'm so paranoid, I don't want to hold the door. Right. That was the next thing to do. Hi, how's it going? Hey, good morning. I just wanted to say when I first met my husband, he would go in front of me, make sure the door closed to my face, and say, women's lip, bitch. Oh, God. <laughs> I like him. I like and that I dude. Love. God, that's, that makes you fall in love with him. That's amazing. That's very funny. All right, thanks. All right, bye. Oh, let me see. I'm doing it wrong. Hi, how's it going? So you hold the door for somebody who's just a bit too far away. Then they quicken their pace, and then you have to say, well, you don't have to hurry. And right. I've been on the other side of that spectrum, too, where I'm the one quickening my pace and being told, oh, you don't have to hurry. Right. I hate that. Yes, that's a, it's terrible. And then yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, they're looking at my jogging form and everything. This well, is the worst. I don't. There, I, I think there's a there's a bigger percentage i mean we're weird we like to talk and we like to f with people but yeah uh that are less social maybe than than the majority of the country and don't want an interaction right they don't want to even say hello right they're not comfortable with it under any circumstance so there are a lot of people out there like that yeah mm-hmm. right so it's going to be i think the odds of it being awkward are better than not being awkward right I'm stopping at a gas station in about three minutes. We're going to see how this goes. I love it. I love it. Roll the tape. (laughs) Later. Thanks, man. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.